Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. It is NFL Fantasy Live here on Series 210 XM 87. Series 210 XM 87. Jason Smith, Michael Fox. I think a lot of people Harrison. who produced this show behind the scenes were hammered and came home at about 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Because hope, nothing's going right. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed uh, a little bit of uh, looking back at the year 2012. Darren Sharper sat with us earlier this season. That was a good segment. Monday, yeah, I mean, there was the biggest play of the year. It's the biggest story of the year on the field is the replacement officials. Monday night, Golden Tate's touchdown. So got a taste of that for the last half hour. Now here, uh, live on New Year's Day, going to help you out going forward in fantasy as you do a playoff challenge. We'll talk a bit about playoff challenge we have going on at NFL.com. We'll also look ahead to next season as well in fantasy. The phone number, as always, is 888-XM-FANTASY, 888-XM-FANTASY. I'm pretty sure fake Jerry Jones will stop by today. Uh, fake Neil Diamond will stop by. Fake Michael McDonald. And also, fake Bane from Batman, from Dark Knight, will also stop by and give some Dear fantasy Lord. analysis. What about Blast Bane? What about Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, and Elliot Harrison? We'll be here, too. We didn't, the, we, we didn't have the intro that we normally have. No, well, I, I'm giving the intro now. Just to, just to let you know, let give you a peek behind the curtain Everybody here. knows who you are, Harrison. Last night was New Year's Eve. I right, Last night was New Year's Eve. All right, I'm in here. I'm wearing a Sons of Anarchy t-shirt and a pair of, of uh, uh, sweatpants. He's, he's, in, uh, he's draped in velvet like Costanza. <laughs> Yeah, my Tony, uh, my Tony uh, Soprano uh, pants. That's right. Fabs is wearing a Yankee hat and a sweatshirt. And it's jeans. cold in here. It's like sixty-two degrees, man. Elliot uh, Elliot Harrison is in a suit and dress shirt, and I guarantee and three of the buttons at the top are not buttoned. Yeah, and I guarantee I can see I can see the old bearskin rug right now. Yeah, he came in and said, "Oh yeah, I'm taping a, I'm taping a segment on Total Access for NFL Network." When I realized he's not doing that, he's not on Total Access at all today. He went out last night, and this is exactly what he wore out, and he came right in here at you know noon Pacific time, dressed in what he had on last night. What was her name? Harrison. <laughs> what was her name? <laughs> I don't want to hear. My name's Bennett, and I ain't in it. What was your name? What was your name? I honestly, I can't even deal with fake Jerry. I don't want to. I don't want Jerry on the show. Are you today. guys okay? No, we're not. Are you guys okay? Cause because I know, I know because you were I, I, the Dallas I, Cowboys make the when I was eight years old, and I decided to start watching the NFL, uh-huh. and decided that I was going to be a Dallas Cowboys fan. I decided I was going to root for the Cowboys, not the Oakland Raiders, and that's basically what I'm rooting for now is the Oakland Raiders. Oh, you have more talent than the Raiders. Eh. I'm talking about front office ownership. Oh, oh look, Al hey, Davis. I'll, I'll make a trade with you right now. Too soon. Jerry must go. Oh, the wow, fantasy that, computer well, weighing in. Wow. Yeah. Hey, I'll trade you guys. Look, I'll speak for the Jets. I'll trade you guys Sanchez for Romo if you want. I mean, I'll, I'll uh, do that well, straight I, up. Listen, there's no, there's no issues. Even though Romo again in a and I and I talked to Harrison about this earlier because both of us are uh, depressed Cowboys fans. Um, the the only two games where the Cowboys 
had a shot to make the playoffs and then went in the playoffs, that Romo didn't put up uh, at least a couple of picks that cost the team was when we played the Eagles back-to-back. And then after we beat them back-to-back, we beat them three times that year. And then, uh, and of course, I speak like I'm a member of the team because I've been a fan for so long. And then uh, we got destroyed by the Vikings. But Tony Romo helped me win two fantasy leagues, so I got no qualms with Tony Romo. All right, fake Jerry Jones. How do you? Th- I mean, you've had a couple no, of days to he's not digest this lost uh, fake Jerry who's sitting down with us. How do you, how do you feel about uh, this game on Sunday? Well, uh, I thought we competed. Uh, I thought uh, the refs really stole one from us there. Uh, Hatcher, the play uh, where he hit the face mask, and uh, uh, you know the league uh, doesn't want us to win. Uh, oh, Jerry. really? Yeah. Wow. That, uh, okay. You know, and uh, but, they don't want the most popular team in yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, that could be more. But uh, yeah, that's interesting. It, it's tough to come on the radio uh, here. Uh, good morning to you, by the way. Hey, it's, uh, it's afternoon. It, uh, it's tough to come on the radio and get uh, uh, a spear in the back from 400 yards from Fabs. Uh, you know, I didn't really like all his uh, rankings this year. I'll tell you that right now. I saw a lot of errors uh, there. I didn't say nothing, but uh, you know, uh, bottom line is I came on the series to promote my new show. I'm doing it with Ratliff. Uh, oh really? Okay. Yeah, he and I are gonna we're gonna do a new MMA commentary show. Well, we got into it uh, in the locker room, and uh, yeah, I heard about that. I've always, you know, Jay doesn't really want know what he wants to be with his life yet. You know, he's he thinks about being a Pro Bowl tackle, nose tackle. Uh, I didn't know either, Jason, uh, till I realized I wanted to own everything. Oh uh, yes. So I thought this is a great opportunity. Uh, us getting in the fight. Uh, I thought uh, we could capitalize and uh, commentate on uh, MMA. Oh, okay. All right. Are you getting into that now, the octagon? Smith, did you hear for a second there that Jerry Jones turned back into Elliot for a second and then it went back to Jerry Jones? Yeah, it looks like like there was a dial right there. Well, he's been out all night. I know. Chasing chasing tail. I I laid out. (laughs) Getting in trouble. I laid out. I didn't do anything out of the norm. On New Year's Eve last night at all. So you went to a bar and played Stratego on your iPad, no, except you I, wore a tuxedo? I wrote the power rankings, <laughs> and I didn't turn them in until 4.45 a.m. Yeah, because you did it at a bar, and you waited for a girl to come over and go, what are you doing? And you said, I got my power rankings due. And look, I got a problem here at 16 and 17. I don't know where to put the Giants. And do, do you, you tell me because, here, oh, yo, see this picture on here? That, that's my headshot on NFL.com. Yeah, see, look, here, here I am right here. That's me. That's yeah. terrible. I just have, but does it work for you? Because I know that's I know that's what happened last night. Now I do I as we've discussed I do like to bring my <laughs> iPad and do to public places. Okay, but I, it's not my wingman. I think it's your iPad freak, is your wingman. It's a freaking iPad. You have your you have your writing for dot com and you have Stratego, which you play on your iPad all the time. I just can't. I was never one of those guys in college who could study with it in complete silence. I either needed like Metallica live playing, or I needed to be in a public place. That's just the way I roll. And you went to North Texas, right? And I went to University of North Texas. Okay. So that's right. All right. So you, I'm a member of the Mean Green. All right. Very good. All right. Well, we are going to get to some fantasy here. Eight 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 XM Fantasy. Eight eight eight. Are we XM Fantasy? Of course, it's a fantasy show. Facts. Okay. I didn't I'm wear this suit last. Night. Am I allowed to defend myself on that, too? Uh, no, I think it's better image if people think you were out all night and then came in to do the show. You know, <laughs> you know what I think would be funny is if, uh, how about we, we get, we get a picture of Harrison with the, with the, the, the Hamburg on the You Twitter. know, the number of references you make to his chest hair, Fabs, I love, is it, off it's, the hook. Wait a minute. I'm gonna Fab, you're going to take a picture of it and put it on, put it on right, Twitter. Take yeah. a picture. 
and put it on Twitter while I tee up our first conversation. All okay. right. Now, obviously, we saw Black Monday. We saw seven coaches get fired, get let go. We saw GMs get let go. We saw coordinators get let go. And we're going to take a look at what this has to do as far as looking ahead for fantasy in 2013. Now, the number one guy to talk about here, Andy Reid. We knew Andy Reid was getting let go. Mm-hmm. So now the Philadelphia Eagles are going to have somebody new in there next season. Don't know who it is yet. But with no Michael Vick there because he's going to be gone somewhere else, maybe the Jets, maybe somewhere, whoever comes in, inherits this team with LaShawn McCoy as his best player. And Fabs just took the picture of Elliott, who had a pretty nice pose right there. You inherit LaShawn McCoy. His fantasy value, I think, has to go up because whoever comes in, you know, is going to say, well, we have to give the ball to LaShawn McCoy next season. Andy Reid didn't do it. I definitely understand where you're coming from. Let me just say this. I think LaShawn McCoy is the most talented player on their roster. He's the most talented player Period. Okay. And I, I don't like the way he was used this year. I know fantasy owners, but let's just put fantasy to the side. If he's the best player, if he's the queen on the chessboard for you, you got to use him. He can be a dangerous in the passing game. He's a home run hitter. He certainly plays tough. He plays with a lot of heart. He just called out his teammates. Uh-huh. Oh, by the way, a little small bit of news on Black Monday, not a major bit of news, was McCoy talking about guys not buying in, kind of giving up. And Vic said and, the same thing. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, you know what? I don't have a problem with my stud tailback saying that. The only thing I wonder about, Jason, which I'll throw back to you, is if Chip Kelly becomes their coach. Oh, boy. Now, that that makes Supposedly it a little bit different Cleveland deal. is in love with him. Yeah. Mm. I'm just saying, now, he, I don't know how McCoy's value would be with, with him driving the ship, but I think any other coach, I absolutely agree with you. How do you not use the guy? And the great thing about McCoy that's different than, say, Alfred Morris is Alfred Morris is a guy that's going to run the football. He's not going to do a ton of damage in the passing game. LaShawn McCoy can do a ton of damage in the passing game. Fabs, how do you see his value for next season, LaShawn McCoy? It can't, I mean, it's pretty high, but it was lower than it's ever been the end of the season just because he got hurt and he didn't get the football. Is this going to be I, a I, I don't think there's for any. Him? I don't think there's any doubt that he's a first-round pick. None. I think he'll go top eight picks. Because he was top four. Top, top eight four, picks. top five last season. You remember when I talk about the, the magical season? Uh-huh. Beware the magical season with players who come off of just ginormous gangbusters, bananas, stats. Was that a creative pause? I like that. You like that? That's pretty good with creative pause. McCoy <laughs> was one of those guys. I mean, he had 20 touchdowns in, in 2011. Yeah. That was not going to happen again. And this year with the injuries, with Andy Reid and all the mess that happened in Philadelphia, it was just a bad season. doesn't take away from the fact that he's one of the best young running backs in the National Football League. doesn't take away from the fact that he's a featured back, that he could be the centerpiece of an offense, regardless of who they bring in at the coaching position. So, to me, McCoy is still a top-eight guy. And I, I, I will say this now. I've said it before. I'm going to say it all offseason. I'll say it when, uh, when we get ready for training camp next year. Uh, this year, running backs are going to go hot and heavy in the first few rounds. I'm not worried about quarterbacks. I actually did a column today on the top 12 quarterbacks for next season. And I can tell you something right now. From 6 to 12, they're interchangeable. They really are. You go... One is Rodgers, two is Breeze, three is Brady, you know, four is going to be Cam Newton, for example, you know, something like that. You go six through 12, it's Romo, it's Luck, it's Ryan, it's Stafford, it's Kaepernick, it's, it's Russell Wilson. They're all interchangeable. Yep. They're all interchangeable. Which means you can get one of those guys in the late rounds. Let me just throw yep. this out on McCoy, Jason, since you brought this up. Uh, I'm not disparaging Alfred Morris. He had a, he had a great year. You seem okay. like you're disparaging him. But he caught 11 passes, Okay. In 2010, LaShawn McCoy caught 78 passes. 
And for those of you that play in PPR, even if you're playing in a half-point PPR, 78 catches, that's 39 extra points right that's there. Good math. That's bananas. Yeah. This year, yeah. we all think McCoy had a down year, and he did because he got hurt and he wasn't used. He still ran for 840 yards. He still caught 54 passes. 54 passes yeah. in only 12 games from the tailback position. That's saying something. Who goes Who goes higher next year in the draft, LaShawn McCoy or Ray Rice? Rice. How much higher? I, I, they're could both be top one eight spot. picks. So could be one, one tick. One to me, it's it's going to go, and I know people are going to jump on me because Peterson is not my number one. It's still you don't look Foster. attractive today, not with your hat on. Foster won. <laughs> Daniel Sargent said I looked like I was 14. Ah. Arian Foster's one, Peterson's two, Ray Rice is three. And McCoy will probably be somewhere between four and six at running back. All right, let me throw somebody else out at you here. It's NFL Fantasy Live, Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison. Don't forget, coming up top of the hour, the Fantasy Cantina. That means anything goes. And I mean anything goes. You listen to the show all season, you know that's exactly what happens. Jamal Charles had some weeks this year where Romeo Cornell, for some reason, forgot he was on the team. He would have six carry for 18-yard days, 12 carry for six-yard days. Now, Romeo Cornell is out. Whoever comes in new is going to inherit Jamal Charles, who, despite all that, Fabs, as you talked about in our pre-show meeting, still had a 1,500-yard season. He's now yeah. going to be another year removed from ACL surgery, yep. young enough where it's not, his age is not a factor. Yep. Where does Jamal Charles go next He's year? a first-round pick, late first-round pick, um, one year removed. and for Still, all of the still talk will about go higher than Rice or McCoy? Charles? Yeah. No. With all the talk of Adrian Peterson – and I like to joke on NFL Fantasy Live that he's a cyborg and his new ACL is made out of adamantium and he's just like an unbelievable specimen. And I like he, your he, adamantium reference because I think all, about Wolverine. He, is, awesome. he is all of those things. But, I mean, let's give Jamal Charles some credit, too. I know that he suffered his ACL injury at the beginning of week, uh, uh, I believe it was week three in 2011. But still, he had over 1,500 rushing yards. He had some down weeks, of course. He was a little bit inconsistent at times. But he still had a pretty darn good season, too. And, again, this is why the running back position is back and rising. The reason why we were worried about running backs in 2012 was because of backfield committees and big-name guys either having bad years or getting hurt. A lot of those guys who got hurt came back and had really good games, uh, really big seasons, and... Now we have a little bit of more depth at the position because you got Trent Richardson who came in and had a good year. You have Doug Martin who came in and had a good year. You had Alfred Morris who came in and had a good year. So again, it's it's going to go back to running backs early, quarterbacks you can wait on, and I still kick myself for ever drafting a quarterback in the first round. Let me oh. go back to the to the 1980s with you, Elliot, for a second. Yeah. You heard Fabs talking about adamantium, and it took me a long time to figure out adamantium. Oh, Adam Ant is in adamantium, which is what Wolverine's bones are made out of. They regenerate. Mm-hmm. They can't break. Can you give me two Adam Ant songs? Boy, that just came out, uh, of, out of nowhere. Ra- <laughs> Mexican radio. Right, Crystal? That's Adam Ant? Yeah. I'm on the Mexican yeah, I radio. So. That's Adam and, Ant. You sure? Okay. Uh, don't sleep, don't smoke. Up to do, no? Right? Don't sleep, don't smoke. What yeah, song uh, is that? I can give you some Brian Adams songs. I don't know about Adam Ant. Adam Ant. You're talking about. No, I, you know, you know Adam Ant. How about Goody no, Goody Two Adam Ant is actually on Twitter. His big song was "Strip." We're just following yeah. in his how about, story. How about uh, Goody Two Shoes? Goody Two Shoes. Adam Ant. Very good. Elliot Harrison. Can I respond to your question? That was about the 1982 Friend or Foe LP from Adam Ant. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, on Jamal Charles. Again, not trying to disparage Alfred Morris, but there's the debate. Which you have been doing. Is Alfred Morris a first-round pick? Well, Jamal Charles and and Alfred Morris, as far as rushing yards, were comparable. Jamal Charles caught 35 balls, three times as much as Alfred Morris. Uh, The other thing about Jamal Charles, you talked about his inconsistency. 
Jason, listen to some of these, like going up through his game logs. Jamal Charles had a game of three yards, a game of four yards, a game of... <laughs> and everyone was screaming. Ten yeah. yards. Yeah. Those are three fantasy starts. And by the way, none of those were week 17. Uh, the ten-yard game was in your semifinal. Uh, three yards week two, four yards uh, week seven or eight midseason. Okay, now, he also had games of 233, 140, 165, and 226. He had two he games of, of over 220 yards yep. rushing this year. Uh, I think Jamal Charles is definitely a first-round pick, and I think whoever gets in there to Kansas City needs to look at what Seattle did. We have a great home field. We have fans that are engaged, that want to root for us, that will get loud in an outdoor stadium. Remember when Arrowhead was a tough place to go in oh, and play? In the 90s, it was impossible. What do you do in that kind of stadium? Do you throw the ball all over the park? No, man. You play defense, you run the football, you build your secondary, and you make it hard for teams to come in and win on the road. Exactly what Seattle did. That's what Kansas City needs to do. All right. And now not to disparage Alfred Morris, but Alfred <laughs> Morris and Trent Richardson are two guys to me that if I get them early second round, I'm very happy. You know, I, Richardson, I think, is the better player overall than Alfred Morris, but Richardson also plays in a very difficult division with better defenses. They're going to continue to, to restack and reload. I'm ecstatic if I get them in and the he second hasn't proven round, it yet. But if they're in the first round, I'm a little nervous if they're my first-round players. And, and Trent hasn't shown it on the tape yet. I mean, the last month and a half of the season, he couldn't average four yards per carry. He wasn't healthy. He's had some good flashes. Alfred Morris put together a catalog of great work this year. So right now I would definitely rank more. I agree with you. I think Richardson is the more talented of the two, and I would rank Morris higher. You celebrate his whole catalog? I do. Is that how you do? I do. <laughs> I love Michael I, Bolton. I, I celebrate his whole catalog. I like I like the fix. <laughs> I tell you. Uh, the fix or the firm? The fix. Okay, fix over the firm. Okay, very good. Uh, big fan. Big Oh, oh fake Jerry stopped in <laughs> big, for that. Very yeah, nice. Big fan. I like the whole British movement that, uh, <laughs> that came over uh, uh Dexy's Midnight Runners, the guy that wore the uh, the uh, overalls with the long underarm hair, like, uh-huh. like that guy, big sure. country where they're going on four yeah. wheelers. We used to do that. All right, uh, Ma- Maiden or Judas Priest coming over from England? Uh, I, I was a Maiden guy. I like okay. Tail Gunner. I thought that was uh, a good song. And then the other guy I liked that came over uh, sees Jerry Jeff Walker. I thought uh, <laughs> thought he was real good, real real good. Michael Fabiano's head is going to explode right now. Listen, I'm just uh, I'm just uh, hanging out listening to you two clowns. And by the way, wait till Bane from Dark Knight shows up. Wait till Bane from Dark Knight shows up in the cantina. That's going to be awesome, Michael. I agree with you too. Going swinging back to Ray Rice. That you're both clowns. Yes, I I think Ray Rice is. I think Ray Rice is better than LaShawn McCoy because he's not a question mark heading into the season. McCoy is still a question mark. Did nothing this year. Uh, except for he did kind of kill you. I believe it was week 15 yeah. where he did next to nothing. Uh, but he didn't do anything this year to, to keep me from drafting him Agreed. in the top five. Yeah. Agreed. All right, it's 888-XM-FANTASY, 888-XM-FANTASY. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison from NFL Fantasy Live here at NFL Network. Again, the Cantina coming up top of the hour. Next, going to get you set up a little bit of playoff challenge. If you're doing playoff fantasy, we have our likes and dislikes coming up for you as well. Series 210, XM87. Now back to NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Admit it, you're thinking about Rocky Four like all of us right now. Rocky pulling the chain I got the wheelbarrow. They all go home. up in the air. Who sings this song? 
This is uh, Joe Esposito, right? No, no, oh, no, no, no. This is what's his name? Uh, uh, John Cafferty. John Cafferty. That's yeah. right, John Cafferty. Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison, Michael Fabiano here on Series Two Ten. That's a jam. XM eighty seven. Rocky Four had an awesome soundtrack. It did. I mean, you get the the best soundtracks you of got all Hearts time. On you got Fire, Valley Girl, Less Than Zero. Uh, if you like musicals, Moulin Rouge. Rocky Four was awesome. It, yep. it was. You know, Rocky Four to me is not the best Rocky movie. I'm. I know Fabs. You love the original. Yep. I'm a Rocky Two guy. I thought Rocky Two was an outstanding movie. But as far as rewatchability, if you're just at home. And one of them comes on. Oh, it's Rocky Four. It's Rocky Four yeah. because Rocky is slow. It's a great movie, but it's very, very slow. Rocky Four, you could pick it up anywhere. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You, yeah, I, I would. I always like picking it up after Apollo's death because it was. Yeah, it was pretty sad. I got to say. Hang on, I'm going to call Michael Fabiano's cell phone just to show you how Michael Fabiano is in tune to Rocky Four. I'm going to call you right now and let's listen for your ringtone. Hold it up to the microphone. I'm calling you right now. You know the service in here is not that good. Yeah, just give me a ring. You know, you better it better ring. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh, I thought you had "Burning Heart" was your uh, ringtone. This was on the Rocky Four soundtrack, also. That's right, because they played at the very beginning. That's right. Very good. You know, uh, it's an Italian thing. I'll, I'll do what I typically do when Smith uh, calls. What up. does Paulie say? Hang you know, on. after they play "Burning Heart" when he when they they come off the plane, but then yeah. when they first get to the the cabin, remember when Paulie's just going off like. No comic books. Yeah. There's no, no TV. No Rose Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, we are going to get you set up a little bit for playoff challenge here. Maybe you're doing playoff fantasy in the NFL. We do a big game on NFL.com called Playoff Challenge. Fabs, you got the ones and twos on it. It's all about picking players you think are going to make it all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah, basically the best example I can give you is the Giants from last season where they went from wild card all the way to the Super Bowl and they accumulated points the whole way through. So, for example... Eli got his regular points in the wild card round. They were doubled in the divisional round. They were tripled in the conference round, and then they were quadrupled in the Super Bowl round. So that's what you want to do. Pick the team or teams that you think are going to the Super Bowl. You don't necessarily have to pick a team that's in the wild card round, although that could be advantageous. Green Bay comes to mind. Uh, you can also actually pick players from a, a team that's on a bye. So, like, I have Demarius Thomas in my playoff challenge lineup because in the second round, when they play – I'll get double points. If they win, I'll get triple points and right. so on and so forth. So coming up in the Fantasy Cantina, we'll talk about some big plays for this weekend. Can you trust any team to make it past this round and get all the way to the Super Bowl? Or you got to go with a big favorite. Also, we'll answer your fantasy questions. 888-XM-FANTASY, 888-963-2682. The Fantasy Cantina the means anything the news. goes. If you thought the first half hour of the show was nuts, where do you hear what's next? Series 210, XM 87.